What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Power Stroke Tech Talk podcast. This is number 32, and we are back with Matt, Mr. Production, DS, and we got Cody up top, sporting the PSD hat. We're back. We are live, and uh, we got a couple of things we're going to talk. Well, not a couple of things. We got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. I got some stuff written down. Matt Boy over here, Matty Bay Baby is going to go over the comments. He's going to pick out some some comments that were lacking of thereof in the podcast. But some other videos, we got some some comments too. And we're going to talk about DS's predicament. We're all kind of feeling for him. He's smiling. He's getting over it. But, I mean, I guess it would be worthy to talk about because it's something he's no longer towing with his F-450. Yeah, guys. Unfortunately. It's, uh, it's something that happens from time to time when something comes along and it takes the wind right out of your sails. Mm. And it happened to me. And it seems like it's something that's on the uptick for sure. Just in general like i'm going to tell the story of what happened this is almost like a public service announcement to just watch out and understand that the that that right now things are changing things are happening things are changing and you just got to watch out so i don't know if you followed my channel then you know that uh one of the main things that i've got last year was a was a dump trailer it was a 14,000 pound 14 foot dump trailer now it was a big purchase it was right there at ten thousand dollars and i something i really wanted for a long time and just going to go pick up that trailer made me so nervous like me i kept calling on the trailer i put down a hundred dollars i like drove way out to this place to get it but then like that 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 whole back and forth event when you're for me when i'm making a big purchase i like got into the car i got out of the car i got into the car i kept telling the guy i'm coming i'm not coming because i'm paying for this thing this trailer i'm buying this trailer cash it's not like oh i'm gonna go finance this trailer or whatever i'm pretty much buying it cash so i get into my car i drive over all scared like i'm like i'm really gonna do this this is a lot of money it's ten thousand dollars all this I buy the trailer. I'm scared. I drive home. I'm still scared. I, I bring it home. My wife goes, Sean, you cannot keep that trailer at the house. Get it's, out of here. <laughs> it's too big. It's like off parked in the grass. I thought it was cool because it's out in the grass. And it just, to me, I thought it was just cool. But, you know, I ended up, t- I, I went back and forth with, with her for a minute because I'm, I'm telling her, like, if I put this trailer in a storage, it, it can get stolen. Like, it's a good possibility that it's going to get stolen. And she's like, I don't care. She didn't really believe that it could get stolen. So I put the trailer in storage and it's been there for about eight months. It's been there all winter. So my security for the trailer and this, you know, is my fault. It's not adequate security, but my security is right here. There's the hitch for the trailer. I keep it at home. And also on top of that, use a security chain so it's a hardened steel chain that's this is the biggest chain you can get it's wrapped around both axles two wheels and it's tied up real good it's got the biggest lock that i could get my hands on 
locked up. And with the uh, hitch, hitch missing, and it's in a storage facility. There's a guy, there's supposed to be a security guy there and whatever, whatever. Not so anytime, secure. not too secure. Anytime I was there, there was a security. Oh, crap. Well, in, in other news, if you guys are listening and following and you cannot watch us on YouTube, make sure to check us out on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and TuneIn. Also on Podbean, all of the local podcast apps. <laughs> he's still frozen. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if he's coming back now. Oh, boy. Oh, he's, well, probably, he's probably still talking. Well, <laughs> he's still talking. He doesn't know we can't hear him. <laughs> We we all feel for him. It uh, well, well, we'll just let him tell his story when he. It's unfortunate, I guess. And yeah, maybe we'll just roll this into the next episode. You'll just be forced to listen at this point. It uh, oh, there he is. There he is. Oh, apparently they they stole that and his internet connection. (laughs) (laughs) Are they calling? Are they calling about his car warranty? Warranty. Yeah. So did you? uh, What did you, you? You covered me for a minute. Uh, we we didn't hear oh, anything from the beginning. We just uh, yeah, we just. So anyway, so I get a I get a call on a Tuesday, and I'm like, hey, what's up? They call my wife, and she's like, oh, they stole your trailer. Which one did they take? Because I got a couple of trailers there, and I'm like, ooh, I hope they took the cheap one. You know, the one that wasn't. It had like a hitch lock on it, but it, they could have easily anybody could easily broke my utility trailer. My utility trailer ain't worth ain't worth much no more. Cause I've been using it for years and years and years, just beat up. And uh, they're like, no, it's, it's the big one. It's the big, you know, dump trailer. So I go up there they left all the locks, like laying on the ground, all cut. And uh, there's just not, it's just no trailer. So then I call the, they're like, you got to call the police, make a report. I call the police, make a police report. And I'm just like, dang, this sucks. You know, it, it, it sucks. And <sighs> It's it's like I got so much stuff everywhere. I got a dump trailer. I got mowers over here. I got my YouTube videos. I got all this stuff. I've two got kids. Jeep, two kids. Like there's been so many times where I was working. Nobody showed up to uh, do my landscaping for me. So I'm out there by myself doing it. And then I'm like taking a trailer, parking it with another $10,000 lawnmower in it and having to leave that there overnight because... I'm running to get the kids right before daycare closes. It's been so many times that I've done that. And the place was close to home. So I've been like, it's just been convenient to have it close to home. But the security there, security is not good. So, you know, I call, make their police report, whatever, whatever. And, uh, and like I say, I got so much stuff everywhere. I literally forgot to put that trailer on my insurance and it's like a matter of just like calling and putting it on your auto policy. Uh, and I literally forgot to do that. Uh, and uh, I just got complacent, like, cause I've been thinking about other security measures, like another lock to go onto the hitch after you take off the hitch and then all this. And it's like, I just got complacent and I, and I totally like figured it was safe or whatever. And, mm, but anyway, I'm like, realizing slowly realizing like i called the insurance to double check because i couldn't remember like i said i got a lot of stuff going on and i realized no it's not covered no yes i signed the contract for with the uh, storage place that 
frees him of any liability or responsibility for the trailer. And then it's like, dang, it really set in. Like that trailer is gone. So I call around. I can't even get my trailer. I can't rent it. I can't There's a trailer shortage. So I'm not out here, no trailer. And I got all these jobs and projects lined up. And it's like, it really sucks to not have your dump trailer. It really sucks to not have your dump trailer. So a couple of days go by. I'm another tragedy. I guess it's not a really a tragedy, but another unfortunate event happens. Wife comes down with COVID. A day goes by, boom, I get COVID. And it's it sucks. For me, it was just a normal, you know, symptoms, whatever, headache, fatigue, fever, or whatever. It wasn't too bad, but on top of that, I find my trailer on Facebook Marketplace and it's for sale for $4,000. It's a 10, now tell me if you think this is suspicious in the comment section, whatever. It's a, it's a 14 foot 14K dump trailer listed for sale for $4,000. The pictures are a short track like mine was, but they, they look different from mine. But the description is my trailer. Literally, it's a brand new, in new condition, uh, 14 foot, 14K, short track dump trailer with LED lights and all this. And I'm like, and then the, and then the description also says for sale with just a bill of sale, no title. And you're like, you're selling a 14 foot, 14K dump trailer for, for 14 feet with no title. No, no green. In Michigan, we have a green title. No title at all. That trailer has to be titled just like a car. So very suspicious. Okay, I clicked the profile. The girl selling it lives in a totally different city than it is listed for sale. She, is she? I'm smelling she, tuna. She's, she's a young lady who's got no business selling a dump trailer. Mm. No reason. Why are you selling a dump trailer if you're like a, a 23-year-old girl with two little kids running around like what 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 are you doing that's not right so this girl lives in romulus and then the trailer's listed in like lake <laughs> lake bfe michigan where the, i forget the name of the exact city but it was like a city with like two thousand people like orion <laughs> probably something like that down by um did you say it was lake ottawa or something ottawa lake Ottawa Lake. It was Ottawa Lake. Down by the last guest, that guy, he lived like next door. He's a, he lived in eight. I forget where he lived. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so you listen to trailer in Ottawa Lake. This person looks doesn't look like she lives in Ottawa Lake, if that makes any sense. It looks like she's from the city. And she's got no business selling a dump trailer. So I, I messaged this person on a dump trailer and part of it's my fault because my COVID brain wasn't functioning properly. I, I wasn't thinking clear and I took the message and my thinking was if I message her, she's just going to block me right away. So I took the message and I sent it over to two more friends, two or three friends. And I was thinking, my thinking was if I send it to them and she blocks me, then they can still see her profile. She's going to disappear to me, but they can at least still see it and it won't be, it won't be gone. But everybody like sent her a message and I'm like, oh no, like everyone's messaging her from like a relatively small little, like at least three people like sent her a message. Hey, I tried to buy the trailer. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. 
that's going to spook her for sure. Ooh. So she so she responds and goes, well, it's pending till tomorrow. And then it was like Easter Sunday. Like, why would you, why would it be pending until Easter Sunday? It doesn't make any sense. So then it comes around, a couple of days go by and she just won't respond. And I'm like, dang, she won't accept the offer. She won't, she won't show me the trailer. But <coughs> doing some digging, you can figure out just by looking at her page, like where she lives, you know, exactly Wait, her is, address. Is the listing gone? The listing's gone now. Is it really? It is really gone now. Wow. And Man, uh, dude, if I were you, I probably would have just been like, hey, I uh, I really want to see this. I would have driven there with the title in my hand, verified it was mine. Yeah. Cops. Only problem, too, though, with that is the people stealing the people who stole the trailer they're they're not <clears throat> they're not listing their they're not using their facebook oh so no they even, use like or they use like their girlfriend stuff to do it yeah they might use like the girlfriend stuff but if i go to the girlfriend's house which you can find by looking at her profile the trailer's not at her house it's just her there so it doesn't even help so I don't, you know, I don't know how they were figuring that out, but anyway, her address is on there and I eventually was like, hey, look, here's the deal. I'll give you a thousand cash, no questions asked and uh, no title, no paperwork, whatever. And then she responded to that and goes, yeah, tonight at six. And I'm like, all right, just tell me the place. I'll, I'll meet you there tonight at six. And right before I did that, right before I said that to them, I called the police and I told them what was going on because they were working on the case. They had an agent call me and they have very limited information. They're just like, all they had was the video from the storage unit, which pretty much shows a little uh, silver Jeep Cherokee coming at night and hooking up to my trailer somehow. And then like pulling off and it's like way too much weight for the Cherokee, but they somehow just kind of rough it and pull off with it. And uh Dang. The police call me and they're like, do you know someone with a silver Jeep Cherokee? Right. Uh, if I knew somebody with a silver Jeep Cherokee, don't you think I would call them up and be like, hey, I know you. I don't know anything. What kind of kind of police work is this? <laughs> do I know anyone? So I called them up and I told them about the suspicious person with these weird ads. And they had a couple of other dump trailers that they were selling without paperwork or whatever. And uh, the police said, well, once you get a hold of them and get them to show you the trailer and verify it's yours and call us and we'll come and we'll get it back for you. And I'm like, guys, come on. If I do that, why would I even call you at that point? Like, I'll give them a thousand bucks before I I I could part with a thousand dollars without worrying about it. You think? are they going to wait? Like, what are they, how does that even play out? Like, that's not, Hey, yeah. Well, can you just wait here for the police? We're just, I'm just <laughs> calling the police. By the way, I'm calling my city's police. Like they're just going to come all the way over here. They're probably got all kind of, all kind of loopholes or whatever. You know what I mean? He's about to you get know. extradited back to your County. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, so I, so at that point, that's when I made like the last ditch effort. And I, and then she, and then at six o'clock, she didn't answer. And then I told her, I was like, how about I just come over to your address and we can talk. And I sent her her address because <laughs> this stuff was like kind of hidden. 
it wasn't like out there. You had to really look and dig to figure out what her last name was and what her address really was and all that. He's was like, why a sleuth. Why don't I just come down there to, uh, and the funny thing is earlier that day, I went there to see what was like, what, what was up? What was, what it looked like? Peep this. Yeah. Inspector gadget. <laughs> and it was like all gated. It was like a gated little janky apartment complex. It wasn't nice or nothing. It was just had a big gate, like a big, one of those big arms that does this to not let the car. So I had to park my 450 out side and i had to lie to my wife and tell her that i was going to check on the guys hey honey i'm going to check on the guys she's like you better not be you better not be looking at that trailer where don't worry about that trailer just get another one all this she like didn't want any risk of me investigating and all that and i went over there i went past the little gate and went over to her little house and took some pictures of it like yeah i'm just gonna private eye i'm gonna send you these pictures later and say oh i'm here i'm here for the trailer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I did that, you know, I sent the message for whatever treat and then and I'll pick up the trailer or we can talk about the trailer. And after and she didn't respond to that. And then after that I told the police, like <laughs> I mean, I called again, it was like look at these posts. Like what are you t- what are you doing? Look at these posts. They don't have titles. She's saying they don't have titles in the post, literally. And then after I told the police that, they said, okay, we're going to look into this, we'll follow up on this. And then uh, then all her started actually dropping off the internet. So I don't know if they're doing something with it or what they're doing, but after that, all her posts really dropped off. So what's the plans with the 450 then if we're not going to be towing the dump trailer? You're going to get... I'll put down for a new one already. Get, get, a, get another trailer? Yeah, I well, I really wanted a sixteen footer anyway, so I put in. I I I ordered a sixteen footer, but it's just not gonna be here till July because of Dang. COVID. Wow. Yeah, I was kind of like fourteen's uh, a little short. For, uh, I need a little extra space. But one, one of the. Sucks. One of the comments that I had gotten in a, a, a couple of videos back, somebody had mentioned something about safety chains for trailers and especially connecting them to the truck and using D-rings or using, I don't know what the technical name for it, that's got the little latch that has a spring on it that you you know, you know can clip on like a carabiner type, type thing. Um, well, that's actually, that's actually a tough situation because uh legally you have to use a certain type of chain link and most if not all of the solutions like those little d-rings with the spin on we go here we go no big deal matt right here matt why don't you uh, display uh he has now got into the modeling uh, a phase of his career. He is now sporting a oh pit viper hat. Check out the hey, check out the fr- hey, show him the hat. Check out there the fresh go. hat. All there right, guys. And then hey, if you want to get down on some shirts, look, check out the shirt. Oh, look, we got it. We got the fresh. We, uh, not this one, but Matt. He got the he got the fresh PTT on the belt. Oh, shoot, we got black with white, and we got red with black. So we have the uh, little thirty second pause. Uh, 
infomercial and we have sean just joining us back live from the garage and safety chains we're back on <laughs> uh, well i noticed i noticed from my 19 to my 20 that they that <laughs> ford changed the um pitch so that safety chains actually fit versus in 19 a lot of people were complaining that you can't put like any chains on a 19 because they were just too too thick and it would not fit i have heard i have heard so everybody had those yeah, but my my twenty's been good, no issues. Now, as far as crossing the chains, from my understanding, technically, you're supposed to cross the chains. That's what I've. Uh, That's what I've been always taught. been told and taught. Was yeah. told. I'm well, always crossing. I used to I used to work in a I used to work in a trucking company, and that's how I learned how to back up a trailer. That's how I learned how to hook up a trailer, all that stuff. So. Yeah, they always told me cross the chains. They always told me to put the hooks. If you don't have those retainers, because a lot of the stuff we had was older, didn't have those retainers. So you're supposed to hook it like this, like it's hooked like this, not like this. Oh, not dude. like they always said hook it this way. I don't know why, but that's what they said, and that's what I did. I can feel you on that. Well, I mean, I don't know if there's like an etiquette. I guess as long as. As long as it's there, right? Because right, as long as it's there. I mean, who's checking that? You know, you don't want the chains to drag. They uh, they told me, you know, twist them so they don't drag. But I don't know if that's mm-hmm. allowed technically. Uh, you don't want them to drag because they right. drag, they wear away, and then you know, we. I would think it's breaks. better to. I think it's better to twist it and call it a day, huh? <sighs> what do you? Because uh, I've already done Sean's. Have you done any reprograms, uh, Matt? for a wrench illumination and DTC P06 the trash code? Six, yeah, stuck in it's like ninth gear uh, oh, or no, seventh dude, gear or something. Like, we really don't get a lot of 2020s in. I've done a, one Tremor and I've done Sean's truck. And um, I don't know, I'm comment surfing right now and I just read one that ooh that made me go ahead with it check out no, 21 I'm, I'm not reading that one because that whole situation honestly really made me upset so check out 21 bo3 guys <clears throat> when you get a second it is a um a field service action or a recall uh for one year um on the 10r 140s for trucks that were built before August of 21 and uh, or not 21 maybe it was August it was August of 20 maybe it was August of 20 and uh, there is uh, something wrong with a planetary that requires you to remove the trans and get this updated part installed and unfortunately mine is in that and I want to take care of it before it's out of the parameters for the recall. And I will want to take care of my oil leak when I do that, because I don't one don't know exactly where it's coming from and only to find out what the trans removed. But if I'm going to have to do an upper pan gasket or seal or something, uh, I want to make sure that that new upper oil pan, because you guys seen, well, I made a video of a coffee table book. Uh, and we talk about how low the oil pump in the front now sits into the upper oil pan. And it's going to be a little, a little more tricky to get that out. It's not just going to be sliding it straight back. 
So like Matt and I have talked previously on other episodes about jacking up the engine, you know, we might have to jack it up even farther to get the pan to go, you know, down and then slide you it wanna, back. You want to know how I figured out to roll the engine over how? on its side like that? The workshop manual. No, say do I? The, the workshop manual. What about that? That's how I knew to, to roll the engine to the side. Oh, yeah. I knew it was in there. I just had never did it. It's the Bible. But you said to but actually jack it up by the studs, which was a really good idea. Cause... No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Because no. it definitely says in there to not do that. <laughs> I would never say such thing. <laughs> me? No. I don't oh, do that. Hey, hey, Matt, what was that video you were sending me? Was that just talking about the 430 years you were just messing with me on, on Instagram? Yeah, dude, it was it was interesting because I uh, I had the pleasure of working on one of our customers' 450. It was a 450, today, yeah. But it was a eight lug 450, so it's not a true 450. Oh, really? does, it, does it look like I'm frozen? Years. No, I you're good. 430 years. What what year was it? <laughs> I think it was a 13. I had oh, an interesting cool. question. Do you think you could put a 450 front axle? I was just reading that. Dude, Someone somebody was asked me that. Could yeah. you order, hey, could you you order a, a single rear wheel yeah. with a 450 axle? Uh, what kind of question is that? Like, no, that's well, not going to. No, I don't even know how no, to answer that. No, you can't order it, but check this out. What if you, like you were just saying, Matt, there's an eight lug 450. So I think way back in that is because the eight lug 450 is a wide frame and not a narrow frame. It's a wide track front. Well, no, it's just a wide frame. Like if you literally, if you look at the frames of a pickup versus a cabin chassis, the frames mm -hmm. are actually wider on a, a pickup. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is a 10 lug. The, the wide track front axle comes in an eight lug form as well it it used to be that a, there was an eight lug 350 that had a wide track and then they had a 450 with an eight lug i think for a period of time so i guess technically speaking you could put if you got an eight lug wide track you could do it yourself and put a a wide track axle on the 250 it would look weird because it'd be wider than rear but from what i could tell all they did was do stiffer springs in the front and they added an extra leaf that's all ford really did for those i think a lot of people want the turning radius though that thing could turn it, it, it that's what a lot so i wonder like turn and mud like how guys have the fender flares on it, it would it be possible to buy a wide track front axle if, it probably will be hard to find an eight lug version but could you tear it down and put the makings of the 10 the the eight lug on the uh, you know, the, the knuckles are all like you could convert that to 10 lug yeah. if you wanted to all you would have to, well actually i have to think about this could you convert it to an eight lug because if you have a 250 or 350 or whatever you will want uh, eight lugs to match as long the rear as the wheel hubs will fit it should be able to they're just you know i don't know be, cody what do be, you think do you think you could put an eight oh, lug I, wheel bearing on i'm sure you you definitely do it on the front i don't know about the rear front i would think so the rear would be I don't know how you're a little different because... well no the axle shafts aren't connected to the lug nuts so you'd have to know how to take that whole race off that whole um hub well, no, assembly it's, it's a whole hub assembly like? but that's oh, a hub assembly yeah it's a unibearing basically we can look at part numbers 
Well, if yeah. you took a 450 hub assembly and put a 10 lug on there, or, or, I, I think, think you, I think you could swap the, we'll just say in wheel bearings for a sense, cause it's a whole hub in the front that bolts to the knuckle. Right. And then it's just four giant studs with nuts on the ends. Well, what's the difference between a dually rear axle and a single rear wheel rear axle as far as width? Dually axle is a lot less wide and um, dually really? is like a Dana 80, right? On some of them. Yeah. It's either yeah, a Dana on the 450s, and then on the 450s uh, they are. Well, no, but the 450s actually... is a Dana 110. Oh. Is it a Dana 110 on the 450s? Yeah, it's a 110 or a 130, depending on. Well, no, they're a Dana. They're I think they're a Dana 80 now, but they used to be a 110. They used to be even bigger. Tell me this, or, Sean. Are your axle tubes round or square? Round. Uh, actually, all the new Danas are round, so I can't go off that. No, yours is a one. Well, they just came out with another new one of the new. Well, the Aluma Duty, the Aluma Duty uh, 450s, they they uh, went down a size on the rear axle. They used to be the big square ones back in the 11 through 16 model. But no, no, I'm they... saying Dana came up with, like, they actually came up with a new axle, like a new housing and everything in 2017. Are you still seeing F600s? Oh, yeah. I have yet to see one. We got them on the lot. No kidding. Yep. Are any of them set up for daily? Are any of those set up for daily drivers? Or they all pretty much work? No, they're all work trucks. I did catch wind that we might be having a, like a 750 super truck coming in that is like, has a pickup bed on it and everything. So that'll be kind of cool to look and work on and whatnot, but. A company owns it or something or what? Uh, I guess it's some paving company. It's the guy's personal truck to tow his giant boat. Dang. So now that'd be cool if we get it in. Silverback. Like, I think a 450 is a lot, but just, like, what a daily in that would be insane. Dude, when I was on top of this uh, this 750 that's got, a, you know, a bucket on it, but it also has a platform that goes over the cab. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you can get into the bucket. I was uh-huh. standing up there, and I'm like, dude, I am way off the ground right now. I'm, like, eight, nine feet up in the air right now. At least. I was just going to say 10. Like For just sure. standing on this platform because like the, the thing I have to decide with this one to get this engine out because this platform goes over and then the upfitter, the bodybuilder made their own front bumper and then their supports to hold all that stuff up. Ah, uh, like, you kidding me? Well, I kind of would like to get the front bumper off so I can pull like the front frame. Is it all nut and bolted off. or is it all welded? No, it's all nut and bolted, but there's oh. a wiring harness that goes through it. Oh, so that's a that. bugaboo. But the other thing is, how do I keep this rack on top supported? Which I can't, so I'm just going to have to suck it up when I yank the engine out of that sucker. But it'll be fun. It'll be fine. Does it have air brakes? No. Nope. And this thing, when I, because, you know, do your, do your guys' mobile columns, will they read out the weight uh-huh. per side? Yeah. This one was... 5100 on each corner in the front and 8900 each in the rear so this Holy thing weighs sh- like wow all of 28,000 pounds wow and that's with 
I think the chipper box is like halfway full on it. Wow. But you find any more adventure. You, we find any more like on the uh, on the CDL thing? Yeah, we uh, we decided that we're just if we need any driving done of anything that requires a CDL or an air brake endorsement, we're just outsourcing it because it is going to cost way too much money and too much time to do it. I feel you. Yeah, we got in trouble with that at Bartow. Really? Yeah. Uh, Sam got a ticket and uh, had to go to court for it. Highway Patrol does not mess around with that. Wow. No, no, no one with DOT stuff messes around, and I have what would be considered a Class C in Michigan. It's a, sh a chauffeur's license, but it is a commercial license. So if I mean, it's anyone, okay, I'm a little driver. Anyone could correct me if I'm wrong with this, but I was, you know, freshening up on DOT laws and stuff. And if I were to get pulled over driving something that I'm not licensed for because I have a CDL. Um, I'd lose my license for a year. So I was like, nope. Because you have a chauffeur's, you mean? Yeah. But it is technically a commercial license of sorts. Well, the chauffeur's let you pull a trailer. Let you pull a trailer and... Uh... Hmm. Right. But part of getting a chauffeur's is you have to know, like in the testing, it's like pre-trip. Where are you going to put your cones and safety stuff if you, you know, have... Oh, you're right, blocking right. off a lane and all that stuff. So it's like you have to know DOT regulation you know, regulation for that stuff. So they're like, well, you should have known better. And I, I know this from experience when I put. A oh, you're truck. saying you're saying the chauffeurs is going to make it worse for you because like, you know, that well, you don't have a CDL because you got right, a chauffeurs. Be, right. Because a chauffeurs technically it, it's like a class C CDL. I could have sworn that there was some kind of a clause for mechanics. There is if, no said clause for mechanics. No. No. So like even if you're within certain so many whatever miles of nope. your dang. So I mean I guess you could just drive it around the lot <laughs> at most. I will this is gonna be good just for anyone listening. It may not be good. But this is part of the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, which is the DOT, right? This is part of Section 383.3, do mechanic shop help and other occasional drivers need a CDL if they were operating a commercial, commercial motor vehicle or if they only test drive a vehicle? The answer is yes. If the vehicle is operated or test driven on a public highway, public highway, meaning any public roadway, you need a CDL. What does it say so, about the byways? Define a byway. Highways and the byways. No, it's public, public road. What are the bylaws on that? Uh, dude, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, dude. <laughs> no, the thing that really, you know, I hate about DOT law and the way that everything works here is because I am making money off of it. Yeah. I'm being compensated to test drive a customer's whatever. I need to be, I need to have my DOT medical card. I need to have whatever class uh, commercial driver's license I need for it. But, the, but you any, can tell... You can tell any right. 
you can but, tow any amount of weight as long as you're not making any money. If right. you're making any, any kind of money, or any, any Tom, Dick, and Harry can go out and buy a semi. Yeah, as a, a, motor a giant home. RV. Yeah, they can register in a motorhome and they could pull like quads with it any amount they want. And there's literally nothing that there's could no licensing or anything. No, like it's. I mean, you guys ever see this? You're going down the highway and you see like an F one fifty with the biggest freaking fifth wheel toy hauler they could get and then most behind likely, that they've got like a 30 foot boat most, and behind most that they've like got you, two side by sides three side well, by sides on a 30 foot trailer most, and it's like most most likely what suicidal. i see more often what i see is uh like so uh, 90 percent of people are ignoring the whole dot law they, they're not running the number they're not running worrying about any of the weights they'll be pulling a dump trailer with an f-150 with like how many lights pointing at the trees yeah Sean, how many and this is a good question for ryan too how many people have you ever seen abide by the weight rating on a dump trailer probably never dude yeah, those girls are never. always overloaded those are the dudes um, with the wheels smoking when you're driving next to them. You're like, oh, I don't think. I that's see a right. lot of people go over to wait for sure. I know, saw a guy the other. Trailers. I saw a guy the other day with an like a newer F-150, 14 foot dump trailer loaded to the top with rocks. <gasps> yeah. Thing, I think the thing shouldn't even be towing that. Dude, he was on the freeway too. He was doing like 65 on the freeway. Oh I think that'll, that'll take that truck and just whip it all over the freeway if it wanted to. Like you hit the right bump. I buy, buy buy torque converter. So that thing was probably like what? Uh, I don't know. A seven yard tra- seven yard dump trailer. Yeah, it was and it was full. And we're saying rocks. Yeah, I don't even know rocks. You're going to be like twenty five hundred pounds a yard. So you could. It was probably. I mean, it was dragging the freaking hitch on the ground. It was ridiculous. Well, like. People don't realize how heavy materials are as far as like even dirt. Like if you can overload that dump trailer with dirt, unless you got a a 19K or something, you can just, you can max that trailer out with just some dirt. Well, I think the the goofy thing people don't realize is like, if you were to take a 550 and put the whole gross vehicle combined cargo weighting, right? Which is at 40,000 pounds. You would technically need a class A CDL to run that down the road because you're overweight. Because you're yeah, over, yeah. over, mm-hmm. over 26,001 pounds. You're over 34,000. But do you think people take into account how much their trailer weighs when they're towing? Probably not. Because oh, they're like, I mean, oh, my, I can pull, you know, 15,000 off the bumper. And then they don't realize that they're, giant load trail triple axle dually trailer weighs like six thousand pounds and then they put a dozer on the back I'm, like, I'm gonna go pull this up straight how how about when guys have like a single rear wheel 250 or 350 salter in the bed and they put the ex- extended sides on it they go they go and get three tons three and a half tons of salt put them thrown in the bed of the truck there's Can no you get there's no bump stops left at that point. Dude, no. They snapped right off. Thing is, yeah. Is it legal to put a skid steer in a dump trailer and tow it? Yeah, as long as it's Can you do that? down. As long yeah. as it's properly secured. 
I didn't know if that was like, oh, like I, I don't know if I see it, have seen them before in trailers, and I just it's, never it, knew if that was a acceptable way of transport. It's just like I having mean, a flatbed with the D rings in the inside. Yeah. The only okay. thing is that you got to just make sure your skid steer is not over the payload of the uh, dump trailer. Yeah. Which... And you got to make sure they can't see that you're using Bluetooth chain binders. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, let's you be just honest. Gotta... Anyone that's yeah. hauling equipment in a dump trailer does not have that thing chained down. Or an enclosed trailer. Oh, never. 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 They just they got let the, piece, the sides got, do the work. Oh, yeah. They got two by fours as chocks for their wheels on their mowers. These things are bouncing around in there. Everybody yeah. out there know what we're talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah I do. Know. They know. I mean, if you're not going far, you can use the Bluetooth binders or, you know, the magnets to hold it down. Magnets. I just anyone, went and picked up anyone a, here and that knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Iron Mike Sharp on TikTok, Big Dad. I just went and picked up a brand new uh, six seven long block, and put that in the back of my truck. Why Hell did yeah. you have a six seven long block? Oh, uh, one of my um, uh, landscaping customers need an engine. Oh, dude, that's nice of you. Hey, that was like at least fourteen fifteen hundred pounds in there. The pallet and all that shiz. I think drives are like a thousand, but yeah, we'll find out if yeah, my, I guess uh, it would be. We'll find yeah. out if my engine engine crane tips over tomorrow because I'm gonna have that thing reached all the way out. I've been working on. Um, it ended. Well, it started last week, but a uh, six four a ten six four. Came in for oil in the coolant. Let the guy know what I was going to have to do. Da, 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 da. Take the cap off. Start tearing into it. And uh, everything is pretty much yogurt. And I told him there's really no way for me to clean this. I'm going to replace what I need to replace. And then you're going to call me back after spending all this money and going to be mad because there's still oil in your degas bottle. Brother... You need to do a short block. I'm sorry, but that's, I, I don't know what else to tell you. So I've been doing that, just waiting on, uh, he was supposed to be bringing head, head studs. Still have yet to get those. For the cost? For what? For come and swap. For the cost on a 6.4, oh. come and swap. I ain't I mean, putting that dang. garbage in there. Dude, that's why I'm trying I mean, to get, I'm trying to get Taylor Ray in here. I, who, who I doubt he's listening. Who did? If you've got up a, on YouTube, he's got. If you've got a six got four five nine swaps. So wait, so, so if you buy wheels, if you oh, buy a good. six four today from from the dealer, is that a is that a good engine or what? Uh, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't would. buy. A, I wouldn't buy a Ford short block. I would probably, if I was going to do a six four, I would. So blocks good probably get the international the max force seven pistons for them because those are delipped and they're a lot I'm trying to remember exactly where it's a definite casting flaw and then the sharp edge just creates hot spots down in the the uh, international in the version the international version of that engine that was in buses and all that didn't have uh no those didn't have really nearly any problems but so can you giggling about that or not he's like oh yeah they did 
I mean, I think you showed us a picture. You've built a few six fours, haven't you? I've built one, and we definitely use the updated pistons, the updated international pistons, and that it had like a coating on it, and like you said, they were delift and changed. Yeah, they're delift, and then right down by the wrist pin, there was like a oiling cavity for the wrist pin or something, or uh, where the where the oil squirter goes. They, I don't know if they added more material there or what they did. What do you mean D-lipped? What does that mean? So, you know, on like down in the the very top, down in the combustion chamber. Yeah. Like a six, four pistons, like really sharp. Like you can really flick on it. Like in the very middle. Uh, no, like here's your piston in your combustion chamber, like that lip around the combustion chamber where it starts in between like the combustion chamber and the skirt. So they just had a horrible, they had a horrible piston design. And like the- down in the bowl. Like, so they like, you know how this is like very straight down and mm-hmm. it's like almost a 90 degree angle on one of those. They, mm-hmm. they chamfered it a lot more to help with heat dissipation. Wow. Hmm. So they just had a terrible piston design. Dude, those things were just literally slapped. To- those engines were slapped together. Two and eights, man. Two and eights. Slapped wow. together. Just eating two and eights. I but think you get the you get the delipped version and all that, you're good or what? They, they they live a lot longer. Yeah, Cody's got a picture of it. Oh there's the updated one. Yeah, that's pretty much what they uh the middle of it looks like. Yeah, they deal with heat a lot better. Um yeah, because one of my coworkers, his buddy has a six four that my coworker did the max horse pistons on it did a single turbo on it a few other things and the thing runs like a dream oh they ever run like a rape tape when you single turbo on them and do some modifications to them ours was like 800 horsepower all no it's like eight or nine hundred horsepower when we first put it together we smoked that uh, we smoked the trans in like six miles wow that <laughs> that's be, pretty yeah, wow pretty impressive the old 5r110 she can't hold up to that much. She did not like it. That center support, all. the center support just started walking around. I have no idea. We didn't tear it down. We were thinking about trying to put the updated cylinder heads and stuff on it, but we didn't know if they were going to work or not. So we didn't do it. Here's, here's a question for both of you. When you guys do six liter head gaskets, do you either A, replace the head or get them machined? Or do you O-ring the head or you probably just reuse the heads, don't you? On the few that I've done, there was one with a bad head and the rest I just reused the heads because the customer didn't want to do anything fancy. Only well, time I replaced like, the heads of when the they had the coolant. Yeah, I was going to say, was the head bad because like it was cracked or like it was actually warped because warped on the one that i did that's interesting because from the guys i work with said they've never replaced a head for being warped because it's like how the hell are you going to warp that thing yeah i've never seen a 671 warped oh i have have you oh yeah oh yeah i have yet to see that thing was warped 27 thousands geez louise what was that guy's complaint uh, oh wait, is that the one that that was uh, 
Didn't you tell me the story about that one? Yeah. Oh. I'm I worked a, I warped a head so bad once it was squirting oil out the side. Here Come on. Here we go. <laughs> don't, t- don't be telling us these stories. <laughs> I already told you that. I already told that story. Yeah, I was going to say, Sean, you can it's tell like, the story. It's like, dang, why is you it can... leaking oil? Remember I told that story about the guy's Honda? Yeah. <laughs> I worked because I didn't put the coolant. His head was so warped that, you know, it has an oil passage. <laughs> Some engines have those oil passages. Well, I think maybe all engines they have oil passages between the head and the... <laughs> It was leaking oil between the head out out to the <laughs> sitting there squirting. It was not, it wasn't squirting that much. It was seeping, but it was like dang. It's... Oh, there he goes. There He's he goes again. Frozen, folks. I was gonna say, don't get started too much because uh, we might not get them back. And another word from our sponsors. Welcome back. I feel like I just hear Sean giggling in the background. He's just giggling like a little, he's giddy like a little schoolboy. All right. Give us a hot shot spiel. Hot shots has been going very, very well. Everybody has uh, uh, been very receptive to it. Um, I have a little dashboard. I can see what everybody's buying. And a lot of people are getting uh, the FR3 and the EDT. They're buying them in combo packs. Uh, dude's buying case of the EDT. Uh, oh. every, everybody's liking it. Everybody's liking it. I mean, we're not running trans fluid or anything, but uh, it's definitely some good stuff. I'm liking the difference. I've seen, um, I'd say 1.8, almost two miles a gallon difference. I was hoping at like mm. 16, 7, 16, 8. Um, and I'm uh, right now at 18.2. So that wasn't you putting your truck in economy mode, was it? Mm-hmm. Just been rolling in normal. Just been rolling normal. Got 10,000, uh, uh, 10,800, 10,800 probably. Cody, you see a lot of uh, Florida trucks with the uh, Bluetooth front drive shaft on like a 20 inch lift kit. I've seen a few. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we had a truck. It's usually a Dodge. We had. We had a truck come in. It was a it was a rollback, just like you know, flatbed wrecker that some guy just bought. And he's like, "Man, I can't get the four wheel drive to work." We're we're looking. We're like, "All right, put it up in the air." We're looking. We're like, "Dude, it doesn't have a drive shaft." And I'm like, "Dude, it doesn't have a drive shaft in it. It doesn't have fucking transfer case in it." Oh, come on. But it had a four-wheel drive front axle, and it had the floor shifter, so he could not figure out what in the what? hell was he couldn't going on. Fi- He couldn't get under there and figure that out. No, that dude, out. I'm not even kidding you. This thing had it had a four-wheel drive front axle. And it, it had there. No, hold on. It had the manual four-wheel drive shifter on the floor, and it also had the electronic shifter on the dash. What <laughs> happened to this thing? <laughs> this was like one of the kind of cars you see that it has like, you know, so they, so the only just, thing it was missing is a freaking five speed sticking out the floor too. Did he just get it? Like, yeah, I guess they just bought it off auction or something. And it was like, dude, this thing is a nightmare. You don't even want to look at it. What's the, what's the crazy, not the craziest, but have, what's the weirdest stick? Have you, hold on. 
what is the weirdest truck or vehicle that you've had that has been a stick? Have you driven a stick 6.4? Yes, I have. Yes. My buddy had one. Have you driven a stick sport track? Uh, Explorer Sport. I had, a, I had a, a customer brought in when I was a porter. It was an Explorer Sport track, and it was a stick. Those are extremely rare. It was white. Oh, then I had an, an escape. An escape was a stick too. That was pretty crazy. I'm trying to think, there was a goofy stick car that I once drove, and I can't even remember what it was. Ah, Monster Tribute. I can't even drive a stick. Come on, are you for no, real? Dude, don't say that. You're gonna have to sell everything manly that you have, and just you for real can't drive a stick. I never had one. We never, never had we one. never. This never came up in conversation. You're just now dropping this bombshell on me now. Uh, I never had. I never had one before. I never you can learn. To, you can learn how to drive it in my truck. You can't stall it. I promise. Wow. <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is, I probably can. I used to uh, know how to drive a semi because, I, like I said, I worked at a trucking company. So, I mean, that's I, that, technically that's a stick, but it's different. You don't have to clutch between every on a semi, just between reverse and drive. So, like, they had enough synchronizers or whatever in it, so you would just, like, just uh, shift no, it. So There's no synchros in there. You're just floating. They call me a float like a butterfly, sting like a grasshopper. All right. Well, with Sean frozen, yeah, you semi, guys want some stickers. Aaron's oh. got some. We have another sponsored advertisement from our viewers and listeners to our viewers and listeners. Hey, you want some stickers? Oh, no, he's he's kind of there. Oh, wait, is he back? I've been here. Oh, he's back. Sorry. All right, dude. I don't know. You've been going in and out, so we've kind of had to ad lib, <laughs> you know, when you disappear. Oh, what do you guys think about this? I just got, I saw this on a Facebook uh, advertisement. Kind of goofy looking because it's so slim, but I don't know. Kind of cool, FL 1995. Definitely a little uh, small for an FL 1995. Def, I mean, you should know, right? <laughs> yeah. Just pick just pick that up. Seven tree. All right, dude, I've been wanting to do this since the very first episode. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. We're going to do our power stroke shootout right now. Three, two, one, go. So you got to love round and kill one. Which one? Our first round. So we're going to put the 6-7, the newest one, versus the oldest dog, the 7-3. Which one are you taking? What's 7-3? IDI or DI? Ooh. IDI. Ooh. 6-7 all day. Yeah. 6-7. I'm sorry. 6-7 all day. 7-3 is too noisy and all, right. all that. No power either. How but much the power? IDIs are cool, though, because they're like they're so cool. like tractory, oldy. Like, yeah, but but they have like horsepower. Nothing. Two, how much horsepower? They got like like a hundred. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. All right. How much like torque? Di uh, yeah. first gen Di. <laughs> okay, and then the their torque is like five fifty or something. What's the uh, torque? On that? Like three hundred on a Di. Ooh. No, on a, on a, hold on, a seven, hold on. Let me on get the coffee three? table book. I on seven, pulling it out. He's pulling it out. It's, it's got to be like four. He's got it, folks. Four eighty. Uh, dude, I don't know this. any seven three I've driven. Even if they've got the tunes and the <laughs> injectors and the turbo, those things are just dogs. <laughs> They're cool. They were cool in their day, but not enough. Not enough horsepower. Oh, 
I'll always be partial to the seven three because the seven three is what I learned on. It's what I was brought up on. It was my first taste of diesel. Uh, was on the seven three, and I can remember doing warranty repairs on seven threes. It was, uh, um, you know, to go from the 2000 era vehicles and their EEC systems and NGS and going from WDS, we're just integrating to IDS and PDS and all this stuff. And then you're going to a seven three, you're like, what in the is going on being, you know, young and remembering, you know, my thoughts back in the day, just like, here we are six, seven VC harnesses were a genius idea. You ever had to do the quarter trick? I never did that, but I remember hearing dudes, you'd like cut a quarter in half or something and like you'd shove it into the gap of the UVC harness so that the, the, it doesn't wiggle apart anymore. Are you, wait, wait, I've didn't the seven, three have a, didn't the seven, three have like a valve cover gasket that was like a plug the wiring harness. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That was so, Stupid. that was so goofy. Or the PCM connector that just lays, that's like gets jammed on top of the driver's side valve cover. Because Cody, yeah. you got two of them, right? You got two on each side. On my the OBS, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I had one that four. came in. Yeah, and like uh, bank one, back one. Uh, it came in. It was running. I'm like, all right, you know, running messed up. All right, you know, pull the valve cover. Look at it. The whole thing was melted straight melt i mean stunk as soon as i pulled the valve cover i was like oh what is that smell i've and done glow that. plugs i've done glow plugs on the 7.3 and they used to be like real skinny you had to put a hose on it and like stick it in and turn it and then take the holes off oh yeah they still are or My you per- yourself a uh, craftsman socket and fill it with grease or like assembly goo oh wait hold on what, what was i've that? worked on them i've worked on the 7.3s what was that Oh, Justin, guys, my production manager just chimed in here and let me know. I wanted to remind me there is now a recall on our windshields. It just came out today. I don't know what is going on, you guys. I was wondering why was doing a bunch of windshields. It's the windshield. What else? What else? uh, uh, The label for the load carrying capacity or GVW? What? What what is what is going on? COVID trucks. Yeah, that's COVID what trucks. COVID truck. Jeez, Louise, peoples. I don't know what I don't know the whole. John, you're gonna have to step up your game. The whole uh, the gist of the recall for the the windshield. Um, I heard something with something with not sealing. Something about an accident and the windshield might fall off or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know the, the specifics, but you guys will definitely be hearing more about that if it's going well, to be on my truck. And most it sounds like a mess notice. if you've got to like take the windshield out. I hmm. mean, I don't know what you're going to have to do, but I hope I'm going to mess up my it. tent. Usually, though, it. usually these recalls they want they want easy stuff. They don't want to be taking windshields out of all the trucks. They want to put a little tape here and or there, and then call it a day. Like, put a little foam tape here, a little foam tape there. They don't want to be removing the windshield. Like, you ever had a windshield replacing your OBS? Two. Here we go. Just in. He's coming. Clutch. Ford Motor Company is recalling select 20 
2020 and 2021 Ford F-Series vehicles over an issue with front windshields that are inadequately bonded to the body, which may increase the risk of vehicle oh, occupant I, injury. This is old. The defect I front th- windshields I they were are inadequately bonded to the vehicle body structure. 79,100, no, 79,017 2020s and 2021 F-150 and Super Duty. So almost 80,000 trucks. So I guess that's a small, I wonder what happened. What They have like a bad batch of seam sealing or something? Gotta be. You think? Yeah, maybe it was a bad, maybe they had a bad batch of polyurethane. Yeah, this recalls from February. Oh, they just had a supplement or something today. Yeah, because I've been wondering why we've had all the glass guys over by us doing windshields on like brand new trucks. Mm. That's that's brutal, man. That's brutal. Mm. Seven that three, seven three IDI turbo, one hundred ninety horsepower, three hundred eighty nine torque. Dang, ain't that a bean? But then they get below three thousand feet. Is that like the first 7.3 Power Stroke Turbo? No, that is right before the Power Stroke. IDI Turbo was 93.94. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-mm-mm. How much was like, an, how much horsepower and torque was in 03? 04. All right, no so that brings 225 us- is going to be the horsepower. Um, torque, let me open up the coffee table book. 94 and- to 95 was 210. 96 I think I would, my, guess, my guess would be high fours. High 97, 98, 225, 99, 2000 was 235 horsepower. 01 to 03 auto trans, you got 250. 01 to 03 manual trans got 275. What about torque? The torque, oh, the torque is going to be varied depending on what application because you're going to have four by four. Manual mm. trans. Just give us the highest number. The highest number? Let me look into my files here. Hold on. That's my probably going to be your pickup truck version. According to the 99 I got manual, it. it is 500 foot pounds of torque. 94, 95 wow. was 425. I 96 mean, to 98 was faux fitty. That torque number doesn't matter if you got low horsepower. 99, 2000, just like Cody said, five, uh, 500. And then, so to- your torque doesn't matter as much with lower horsepower? Oh, oh no, oh, I'm just saying three. horsepower is a measurement of how fast you can do work, i.e. torque. 01 to 03, auto trans 505, manual trans 525. Okay, a little so big of a jump. But in, in a, but, in a case, but in the thoughts of a diesel, I think torque would be more important than... Oh, it is important. That's at twist and motion. Okay, but so look at that. We've taken the six seven over the seven three. Now we're going to do one to oh three, and it's five twenty five foot pounds, and we have pretty much double that. We're going to do disaster versus boat anchor, six zero oh. versus six four. Which one are you taking? Oh, six zero daily. Six zero. All right. Now this is where it gets real, real tough. Six zero. Real talk. Real talk. Six seven. Mm, six seven. Six seven is number seven. one. Six zero is my second favorite. 
six seven six oh come on uh, let's be honest it's a good engine but i like the six oh because it can make some good power and it's fairly easy to work on can rip into those things okay okay so for last place right now and this is this is how i feel it too it's six seven six oh i know in my heart how the bottom two go. I want to know who's getting last place right now between the six, four and the seven, three. Oh, six, four. six, four, six, four is at the bottom of the bucket. Don't even want it. I disagree. I would rather have a six, four over a seven, three. Why is that? No. Parts availability. And mm. that seven, three, it doesn't matter. You fix one oil leak, it's leaking somewhere else. You fix one thing, it's something else. You want power, it's not there. But I will I'll say disagree. this. I will say this, though. <laughs> My uncle had a, a 2003 F350, and, and I've driven it plenty of times. It was fine. It, it had good power. I mean, it's not like – I mean, it was great. I had no issues. We were never like, oh, there's no power. Like, I, I don't – I'm not trying to throw shade at Cody. I would just, I'd rather can, have a six. I can honestly over say I don't have an oil leak, which is really strange to say. Oh, the seven three? That is incredible. You're, you're rare, like Mr. Clean with hair. My Whoa. engine is my engine does not look like a five hundred thousand mile engine. It's clean. I promise. I will say we You did. got five hundred thousand miles on that thing? 557,000. No kidding? Roll the odometer twice. Wow. I didn't know that, man. Wow. Odometer stops at 399.99. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Because you got that different front end on it, do you think it steers any different compared to what it did uh, uh, originally? Yeah, I can actually do U-turns. Oh, no kidding? What I'm doing like end, a five-point turn. What front end do you have? Or what, did you, what did you do now? I have a 06... King Ranch suspension on it. So it's coil it's got the coils in the front with the uh it's a straight axle, just like so you got like an 06 solid front axle in it. Yep. You don't instead, have a, you don't instead you don't of have that, that twisty oh yeah. turny Dana fifty that was in it. Oh yeah. So it's not four by four. What a day it's, it's a Dana it's four by four. Oh it is four you by got four. A four by four Dana sixty in the front. What in the world is going on? So, and like drive shaft, you used your drive shaft, or how did that the work dri- out? The oh, drive no. front drive shaft was all I did was change the universal joint in it, and the rear drive shaft I used the same one. I changed the yoke on the rear from the flat pinion yoke to the Slip one yoke. that came off the one. So the you got one that, both. You got both axles, front and rear. Yep, and the rear, I just took the yoke out of the ten and a ten and a quarter and put it in the ten and a half. What ratio uh, you got? On that one, it's three fifty five or no three seventy threes. Originals of three fifty five. So how did you do it with your speedo and everything? Is it on good or? I just calc. I just uh, calculated tire size and changed the speedo with the uh, process. You ground a wire and hold the reset button and you can change the revolutions per mile. No kidding. But oh, you, wow. But you only get six tries. So if you mess up. What? Wow. Then what? After you mess up six times, you're screwed. For That's real? Cra- That's crazy. <laughs> what do you have to do? Go get a new cluster? 
Uh, you have to get a new, what is it, speed control module or something. It's over on the uh, PS... What the hell? It's on the freaking connector. I can't even remember what the hell it's called. PSCM or something like that. What year is that truck? 97. Oh, girl. Last year, the OBS... Pretty interesting, man. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. To keep up with it, but I mean, keeps you busy. I've, I mean, really, all I've really done is put a set of baby swamps in it, put a turbo on it that didn't even need to be put on it, but I got a good deal on a turbo, and I resealed the oil cooler. Ooh, that's a good leaking point. I got it before it leaked. I said, "Screw that! I'm just gonna do it." It was kind of seeping, and I was like, yeah, let's just do this now. Oh, dude, you can totally see that I'm itching myself. Whoa. Look at all these. Shouldn't have even announced it. Look at all these stats, man. You're on Wikipedia, aren't you? Did you know that the 11 pickup at 2,800 RPM made 390 HP? No. No. And then 11 through 14, they upped it to 400. Remember, they got that little reflash that you come in and get your. Well, yeah, that's because GM. Remember that? They nudged them over another five horsepower. So Ford's like, we can't do that. We gotta same, same RPM, though. 11 through 60 chassis cab gets downed 100 horsepower to 300. Yeah, that's normal. Pickup. 800 foot pounds chassis cab 660 foot pounds wow ain't that crazy longevity so we got a 15 through 16 pickup we got 440 horse 17 pickup 440 horse 925 footies 17 chassis cab 330 horse dang I'd really like to know about the export models, how much they're making. Mm, I don't, don't. I don't have don't, that information. We don't talk about, about those. <laughs> before I started, well, it was moons before I worked at the dealership. They were uh, when the six seven had first came out. They were pulling off the outer duels, putting the lug nuts back on, and then bolting the wheels to the chassis because they were getting shipped over to the UAE to get converted into six by six armored trucks. And those had low or high sulfur options on them. Wow. But they had to pull the outer duels off because they were squeezing those things into shipping containers. What? So they had to Damn. take the foot. They didn't have beds. It was just Frank. Uh, yeah, it was just a, yeah, just a cabin chassis. Oh, okay. yeah, I think the export ones were only like 14,000 pound trucks. If I remember uh, right, reading the supplement the, in the sure. UAE PTS, I think they only got the 14,000 pound option. Yeah, these ones were because we send trucks literally all over the world. It's not uncommon for me to have one of our commercial truck sales guys come up to me and be like, Hey, I need you to put a set of Alcoa's on and do this, do that and do that. I'm like, is it going down to the Virgin islands? He goes, 
Yep. It's going down to the Virgin Islands. Because there's a little crew of landscapers or someone down there. One guy buys a truck from us, and then the next guy buys a truck from us, and he's like, but I'm going to get an aluminum dump bed with mine or stainless dump bed. And then the next guy's like, I'm going to get that and aluminum wheels with my truck. And it's just like. So how would somebody get warranty work done on that? I I don't know if there's a dealer down there or what. What? I don't know. Who? What? I know in UAE, they do have four dealers that work on them. Oh wow! I have taken contact. Well, you're talking. You're talking. What the Virgin Islands? I don't know, man. Yeah, What'd you send, say? We send trucks down there quite often. I don't know, man. If there's a dealer down there, I don't know what's down there. I wonder if they got any Virgin Pina Coladas. <laughs> Maybe. I'd take one. Non alcoholic. Dude, I was watching a YouTube video of. Uh, prince in dubai that has like a extensive collection of excursions oh we should reach out to him 70 something excursions in a barn you said 70 and they were like zero and they were they were were new yeah they're new like he hasn't driven them they're under plastic wrap excursions are so weak though come on for real seriously wow they're so weak man we got to get that guy on here man dude excursions are dope they're cool, but those little axles in the front, man, you'd have to do an axle swap like Cody did. To super really... duty it. Yeah, it's super duty it, and it'd be cool. I Most mean, of them are V10s. It's not not a 7.3 or what? What would it be? A 7.3 or 6 hole? Both. Either. Dude, what's wrong with the V10? V10's a good engine. Yeah, it's That's everything engine. but a gas station. It's, yeah, it's a, right? It's, a, it's, it's okay. Feed me. I mean, a little more power. Uh, Aaron, I bet you just can't wait for the seven three school buses to start rolling in. I have yet to see one. I don't think we're gonna see one. No, not for a while at least. Yeah, I have yet to see one. It was weird because one engine I did for uh for one of the dealers, it was their demo bus, and it was like a twenty twenty three is what they had it listed as. Really. But it didn't have the seven three in it. I thought they were sending us something that we weren't supposed to see. But well, let me let me ask you this, Matt. It had the whole one, new front end and everything on it. Matt, it which one would you take? F three fifty single rear wheel seven three or six two? Ooh, I take Ooh. seven three. I don't know. The six two is pretty proven. It's pretty proven. It's Make sure reliable. to keep a couple of valve springs in your glove box just in case you crap one out on the side of the road yeah dude i don't know because i think if i were to get because i've been looking at getting a new truck and i'm like well what if i just got a 6.2 raptor that would be a fun truck to have hell yeah that would be so then new i went down you, our, new I, new to well, you i guess yeah it'd be way you know over I mean. it'd be way overpriced for what it is that's the thing is the raptors just hold their value way too much yeah for you if you had one, great. But for so you, so then, too. then I got real bored and I was looking at Factory Five's website and I'm like, you know what? I want to build one of those roadster trucks. Have you What's guys? That? So they have a 35 roadster truck kit and it gives you the frame and the body. And then you got to piece together like an axle, wheels, and an engine and trans, like full powertrain and everything. And I think the the kit's like 20 grand. How dope would it be to throw a coyote in one of those? 
like a 35 pickup truck rat rod. I say let's put a bear in it. <sighs> that would be awesome. Screw the coyote. Throw, throw a seven, put a seven three in it. Bear of the world. <laughs> People would like that seven three. Sean doesn't even know what a bear is. No, I don't. What is it? Barra is a 2JZ of the Ford world. Don't even call it. That's really? disrespecting okay, it. Okay, RB26. No, that's Matt, how disrespecting does, how it. How did you it know It is that? the <laughs> Australian <laughs> Ford inline six. It is a beast of an engine. G'day, mate. What? When did, when did, when did this engine uh, come out? Like, uh, they're still producing it over there. Mid-90s to 16. Yeah. So you're t- is that is that like the straight six that was in one fifties or no? Oh no, this no. makes those things look like little babies. Oh yeah, this oh. is dual overhead cam, twin uh, twin in- independent variable valve timing, turbo. Oh, okay, it's sick. Aus- Australia was looking at Japan, and Ford Australia was like, like what kind of what kind <laughs> yeah. of power is that making? About what's, what, what, what's the display- I was yeah. gonna say what's the displacement, but four liter. Yeah, dude, it's a. That's the thing. It's a four liter. What else does it have? Does it have like integrated exhaust manifold or no? Probably not. Nope. It's a ninety. No, no heavy fold. No. This ain't no eco boost. This ain't, this ain't no eco boost. The stock block is stupid strong. It it's like fifteen hundred horsepower before you got to change out the crank. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious. At a thousand, you're starting to think about rods and pistons. That's an interesting. Uh, what? What? Why something like that? Why doesn't something like that work in the U.S. market? Emissions it's too too long. Just such a long engine, you can't front wheel drive it. No, they put the Barra in all the Utes over there. They had Falcons. In, yeah, Falcons. They had Their front wheel drive a lot of stuff. configuration. If you watch Adam LZ on YouTube at all, he had a GT three fifty that killed the voodoo in it and he put a barra in it and the thing just doesn't sound natural it's an it sounds awesome great car. it's an awesome car it's going it's going in my mustang that's why i'm putting my fox are they hard to find uh there's a guy right here in florida that has like 50 of them right now he does like a order every six months Dang. what are you gonna do are you gonna do Haltech, motec i'm probably gonna go Haltech. um probably going to do either a sequential 256 or 6060 all right i need to know what kind of side jobs you're doing uh, uh that's what i need to be doing is doing some damn side jobs to get this started good thing you're sequential coming back up to again right i don't know wouldn't you what wouldn't you rather do a what is it um who does all the four speed like side loaders and stuff well, I mean, the car came with a T5. I got a 91 coupe, so. Is the T5 going to hold up? Hell with a T5. It's going to get a T56 or a 6060. Since, you know, the bell housings are pretty much the same between the two. And the right. Barra had a 6060 behind it. I'm liking this. I'm liking this a lot. I'm trying to decide, like, I really want to do a project car, but I'm just not good at finishing things. And I don't have. I've got three. <laughs> I don't have a good setup here at home to work on stuff. Oh, Sean, I thought you were asleep. I was going to say, Sean, wake up. Oh, Aaron, you got the cover off your girl. Oh, I do. You, are you going to project a... car anything soon? 
there's a project that you should have filmed. That'd be cool. I am going to have to follow up on some comments from last year. From last year. <laughs> I don't know. I'd really, I, I kind of, I've been wanting to do a Fox body for like the past, I don't know, five years and slept on it and fully regret it knowing how much the things go for now. Not because I'm... of like resale, but it's just, they're you can't find rare. anything now. All you I'm... need to know is that I have a spoon engine in here, a T66 <laughs> Nas and a Motec fuel management system. He's got three spoon engines in it. Hey. I'm got a 91 coupe out behind my house. 40 weight. I used to, uh, Cody, you ever hear of a uh, 90, you remember in the early 90s, there was the Infinities, the Nissan Infinities. I had a 92 Infinity. Q45 with that V8 mm-hmm. and it had like uh, variable valve timing, sodium filled exhaust valves, twin twin uh, overhead, dual overhead cam. Oh, dude, sodium filled exhaust valves. You got to be careful with those. Brittle. Why? What's up with them? Those things are brittle. Are I've they? I've heard a lot of screaming before with people trying to do valve springs on those. Ooh. It's like trying to do oh. something on a Mercury Villager. So what happens if you break one? Does the stuff come out of it or something? Or You go get a new one. Right. Well, I think they did it for a couple of years and they stopped doing it because it was not necessary for that application. It wasn't making that much power to need that technology. <laughs> but for whatever reason, they oh, just... technology. I mean, it only had like 278 horsepower and uh, 300 foot pounds of torque. They were pretty cool little engines. Well, they weren't little, they were huge. Torque monsters. Torque. What's going on over there, dude? You got like a little itch on your neck or something, dude? What's going on? What? I don't know what's going on. All I know is it's getting late. We're talking about trucks. <clears throat> sorta. It's been a little story time, but we're having fun. Uh, we're going to wrap it up tonight. Sean's going to sleep. You should always wrap it up. Always. <laughs> always. Always. Um. But yeah, if you guys uh, want to get on the show here and talk about our various little topics we're talking about, especially the power strokes, usually, um, let us know here in the comment section and reach out on the email. We'll get you in queue and we'll uh, we'll sit here and just BS, do what guys yeah. do, talk shop talk. Uh, we got some. I have some um, interesting to me uh, people. A gentleman going to be coming on. We're going to be talking about the program that I came out of, that I went in. Um, I want to shed a little light on it. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know about the program um, that uh, is offered at a local community college and is sponsored through Ford Motor Company called the Asset that, Program. That's cool because you can tell us all about your success with that Asset Program. Yeah. And I'll we're... tell you about my, my school experiences when I was in automotive school. It's going to actually be a good story time going to be talking with the instructor who was actually 
in my class and he is now teaching the program. So it's kind of uh, a little more, uh, I don't want to say personal, but I graduated the program with him and now he's teaching it. So it's pretty cool. But that's um, kind of how I got started. Yeah. I got started through UTI. Same thing. Hell yeah. Much. Just didn't get your fancy uh, associate's degree. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, I got one of those. You know what it's good for if I want to transfer anywhere? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I can go to one school and but, one school well, only. I think it was just funnier when you looked at us with the hat on. You're like, you know what it's good for? Nothing. <laughs> no, it's, I That's got conned shit. into that one. Uh, Ooh, that was fun. They're like, here's your associate's degree. I go to transfer to another school because I'm like, ah, screw it. Screw this truck shit. I'm going to become an engineer. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be an incoming freshman because uh, <laughs> your uh, associates in applied science of automotive technology, that's it's not recognized anywhere other than Ferris. So sorry, kid. Oh, Matt, you forgot your outro. What's my outro? The fact that JH Diesel, Taylor Ray, and Side by Side blog need to answer their emails so we can get them on here. <laughs> Thank you. No, you didn't tell them to remember to spay and neuter your pets. Yeah, don't forget to spay and neuter <laughs> your pets. Cut your hair, flush the toilet, and have a nice day. See you later, guys. See ya. Thanks, guys.